I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. This show is brought to you by the Battle Fever Network. If you haven't already, then please follow us on all social media platforms. We're on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram and TikTok. Just search the Battle Fever podcast. Subscribe to our YouTube channel and never miss a pod again. Hit that subscribe button and you're in. If you don't, we'll send policies round to your door for a talking to. And trust me, you don't want that. You can talk for days. It is safer really just to subscribe. Fawcett is beautiful, it's deeped in history, and I know what I'll find when the place comes alive, I got that battle fever. When I was a young boy, my father said to me, put this scarf around your neck and sing the blues with me. Now I am much older There's a place I want to be It's red faucet, it's beautiful It's steeped in history And I know what I'll find When the place comes alive I got that battle fever Coming over me And I got Ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to a special episode of BFTV, where it's not really a great feeling to actually see that you know your manager's been sacked. It's not actually a great feeling that he's a former player and he's been sacked, but that's what's happened today. Rangers today have announced that, well, if you've been living in a cave or been on the moon for the last, I don't know how many years, that Rangers <coughs> have indeed sacked manager Giovanni Van Brockhorst. And they're now looking for his replacement. So before we get to the runners and riders, <clears throat> there's Mo. Hi, Mo. I've not seen Hello, Mo. Before we get to this car as well. Oh, um, coming in. Is that oh, they're all here tonight. Before we get to the runners and riders, <laughs> what I want to do is I want to come and get Paul's reaction and Gio's reaction to the news earlier that Gio has 
not that Geo, the other Geo has <laughs> left post and is no longer manager of Rangers Football Club. Paul, it sees your thoughts on that. It was inevitable, really, wasn't it? Let's be frankly honest about it. The results have been, uh, domestically results, certainly, uh, through his entire tenure, have been patchy at best. Um, we've lost all the big games we should have won, or at least competed in. Um, European uh, performances this season, out with, I would say, the PSV games have been pretty much a disaster. So it's it's been it's inevitable. We were just really waiting for it. Um, so that's 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 how I feel. It's just there was a sense of inevitability about the whole thing, especially after the last last match against St. Mary. It was just a matter of when, not if. Do you? Know, I think the majority is would have pulled the trigger after the the St. Mary game. Um, mm. Just I, I, listen. You can drop points, mate, but it's the manner in which we've been dropping points. Yeah. It's the manner in which we've been picking up points as well. It's just. It's been a shambles, and I don't want to turn into that kind of club where you sack people willy nilly, and do you know what I mean? But yeah, has to feel like Gerard got time. Gerard got because there was mm. progression there. You could see it building year on year until it came to a head where, where we won the title. No, I never felt like that under Gio, did it? No, mate, no. It's I, do you know what? In, in a way, I feel sad because you know I think everyone. I remember our. I remember this time a year ago when we were doing our our, our reaction pod to, to him getting signed, and it was brilliant. We were all buzzing because. You know, he, he had done reasonably well in Holland. He had turned Feyenoord around and, and, and won them a league title. And then he made that strange decision to go off to, I think it was Japan or China, to manage over there. Yeah. And then, but we all we, we all were, were pretty excited about it. And but yeah, you, you hit the word, you hit the nail on the head there, I mate. Mean, progression. There just never seemed to be any progression. And I think you know, for me, I've said this many many times on the pod. I, I think what happened last season was your, the, the crowd, the, the, the team, everyone was sort of in, in it together and that drove us forward towards the European final. But I think inevitably when he got a chance to, to put his stamp on the team and, and, and have his own full pre-season, that I don't think he was able to get his methods across or maybe he just didn't have the players. There's lots of questions still to be answered. Um, me personally, I would like to see more changes. Uh, I, I think we'll obviously touch on the fact that Ross Wilson's still there and he has a hell of a lot to answer for as well. Um, there's Mo just mentioning it now, um, you know. But again, um, yeah, it's it's a sad day for me, mate, because he's he's obviously a top top guy, but it, unfortunately, it just didn't work out. On what Mo's just said, there, I don't think top big you know big clubs will ever go back to having that where the manager, you know, runs the club. If you like, the Sir Alex Ferguson type or Walter Smith type, uh, as we're more familiar with. I think it will be that kind of sporting director, director of football, whatever you want to call it. It's the same role, really, isn't it? Whatever you want to call it. That will always be there. <clears throat> Ross Wilson's took a lot of criticism, and, and rightly so. Um, rightly so for, for his part in this, because Gio has been made a scapegoat ahead of this AGM mm. for a lot of failings above. And whatever way you dress that up, we can all be happy, stroke sad, that Gio being relieved of his duties. But I think we still need to continue to ask questions about what's going on at the top of that staircase because really you could bring Pep Guardiola in there and yes, he'll change the way that we play and he'll get the players up for it and players will want to play for him, which I think was Gio's biggest downfall. Then he'll look as though players wanted to play for him and I think our, mm. um, our injury list probably probably confirms that, to be honest. I, I, I think you'll see it go down <laughs> size now. Nah. And that's, again, where we need to go, well, hold on a minute here, it's, it's, it's us that put your wages as a club that put your wages. No, Gio Man Van Broncos. But obviously there was a disconnect there. I think you only need to look at some of the, and you can just never go with social media. But there's not exactly an outpouring of love, right, from anybody really within the club, right? Which is weird. 
I don't even think the captain's put a post on yet. Mm. Unless he has since I last checked, mm. which in which case I apologise. But that's quite that's weird, right? That I don't think there has been anything, Scott. Remember when Gerard left, you there was sort of, you know, you had Defoe, you had Tab, you, you had Golson, yeah, you had lots of them coming out and thanking him for his for his, you know, his his efforts and, and, and his time at the club, but there hasn't been anything of that. So yeah, I, I mean, I, I, sorry to interrupt you, but I think you're 100% That's right. Sorry. There hasn't been an outpouring of love for him, which is unfortunate because, again, you could see the pain in, in the guy's voice whenever he was trying to motivate the team and, and G the team up, but it just it just didn't happen. And for me, you, you need a special type of man to manage Rangers. It's a different beast to any other club. You know, you, you, you know, we may not have the same sort of stature in terms of you know worldwide appeal as the likes of a you know a Liverpool or a Man United or a Barcelona or Real Madrid but it's a still the, the weight of expectation and I, you know again I might I might butcher this comment but it was something Ali McCoy used to say about the jersey being really heavy when when you're a Rangers player when you're when you, you know you lose but it's how you react in those in those times that you know that makes you a proper Ranger and that's unfortunately I don't think Gio truly understood that I know he played for the club and I know he had that experience of the club but I don't ever think he truly met the, the, the weight of expectation of what it is to be a Rangers manager. Yeah. And, mate, too, I mean, most of the if the injury list suddenly goes down, they should be punted. The fan underperformed my work. It's not my manager who gets binned. And it's totally correct. Obviously, we know if it was a different business, but it's totally correct. I think there's a lot of players there now who have presided over a lot of managerial failures. Right? And it's got to a point now where it's you've got to turn around and say, well, could as the end of the road for some of them, yeah. you know, those contracts yeah. due up for it for you know renewal and whatever. And, and I think if, if a lot of them go, they go with best wishes, and that's us, we're done now. Um, but the fact is, there's a lot of players there who are underperforming at the moment who are on long term contracts that we need a new man to come in and get a tune out of, mm. and that's that's key for picking the next manager. It has to be somebody who's a track record of playing attacking football that can break teams down that sit in. You know, and don't give much, uh, don't give much away, and it has to be somebody who can unite the club because it's so fractured in so many levels at the moment. Do you know what I mean? There seems to be yeah. discredit. The point I was making about Ross Wilson as well, and if I was given the choice and Ross Wilson left today as well as JVB, I would be saying, right, well, do you know what? You had your shot and you failed. See you later, right? But who's to say Ross Wilson hasn't went with a list of targets as well upstairs and upstairs have said mm. we're not buying them. That's not on our budget. We have to kind of have perspective on both sides here. Do you know what I mean? I get he's not done a great job, but we don't know the ins and outs in that. If he's totally presided over that and said, well, that's all we can afford at that time, and fair enough. But that comes down to the money, man. And that's the point I was making. Ross Wilson is not a money man at the club. He's there as a, a, in a role that we do our work every day, and he's there to try yeah. and do that to the best of his ability. If he's not been allowed to do that, or you know, he's just making an arse out, then there's two different things there. So I don't I don't know what you think about that, Paul. I don't know if you want to come in on that, mate, about Ross Wilson. It's a different perspective to it. I get yeah. people are unhappy, but no, I, I quite agree. Um the point of the matter is Ross Wilson is there. He's the guy, the director of football, he's there to do the recruitment, he's also there to do uh manage contracts. Now he's not managed contracts very well, so that's a straight away yeah. alarm bells. So straight away that's alarm, on him. That's uh, straight away yeah. alarm yeah. bells right there. <laughs> and that says to me, therefore, he has a massive hand in the recruitment part of it. But, but it does all. This all starts in the boardroom. The boardroom have let the the, the management structure and Gio and his team down by not supporting them and backing them correctly. Maybe the way he wanted. The players have also let Van Bronckhorst down because they've underperformed. Now whether it's down to they don't they didn't want to play for them, um, lost their confidence. 
Um, as we know about the, the, the massive problems with the, with the injuries we've had. But you're right. If you ask me, the, the vast majority of this um, particular team here are mentally weak. They have, we've seen it so often. They collapse under massive, massive stress. Um, I would say the only anomaly to that is get is the Europa League run, but the, but they never they never won an away game there. Mm. When she came in, they still not won an away game. We always got through with the Ibrox factor, yeah. the crowd yeah. driving the team on. And I think the more the longer that we the deeper we into the competition with that happening, the players had this belief that you know we were the twelfth man, we'd get them over the line. And but and I think that worked quite well. So I think a lot of players are mentally weak. I think, I think Gio's tactics were didn't suit the players that we have, or they didn't. The players didn't want to play for that uh, particular style of play. Ross Wilson's his his uh, recruitment and there's an awful lot to be desired. And it, it all stems from the boardroom. And let's not forget that since Gerard left, we've lost an entire scouting department. We've lost a medical team, and we've also lost a strength and conditioning team as well. They have not been replaced. That lies squarely at the board. Yeah. That's a dereliction of duty on behalf of the board. You cannot expect to go on and continue with elite level competition and play with elite level with elite level staff if you're not going to support them correctly. So the support that that support structure starts at the top. Douglas Parker works his way down through the boardroom, director of football, Stuart Robinson, then the management team and coaching staff, and then into the uh, the playing squad. So from top to bottom, there's been I, I wouldn't say mismanagement, but as you said, there there's a massive disconnect. Some Paul, they took they took their eye off the ball, didn't they? Mate? Yeah, they literally, the, the yeah. dots, the dots they, are not playing up. Yeah, exactly. And when when it, they done basically what Celtic done whenever we won fifty five, you know, they took their eye off the ball. They, mm. they 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 thought to themselves, our squad is good enough. We have won the league again. Our squad is good enough. So instead of doubling down and reinvesting in the squad and, and, and you know, sorry to be graphic, but put your boot in their necks and keep yeah. them down there for a while. They didn't. They rested on their laurels. They took their eye off the ball. And again, it's going to take now a, a, a big rebuild or, you know, an injection of fresh impetus in terms of ideas and strength of character from a new manager. You've just seen the rebound that Aston Villa have had when Gerrard left. You know, all of a sudden, Scott, like you said, that injury list massively shortens. Players are now going, shit, I want to play again. I'm available. Mm. You know, we've heard rumours and stories about certain players being fit to play, but maybe not making themselves available. Well, now I'm hoping that you're going to see those players become available again and say, which is terrible. It's a it's a shit, shit thing for, for any player that plays for our great club to be able to, to be able to turn around and say, I'm not ready to play. But yeah. unfortunately, that's that's the modern world of football that we live in now. Do you know? So, you know, see, again, see last... I know, Sorry, mate. On you go. On you go. No, I was just going to say. I'm sure we'll get the uh, get the eventual names and stuff like that. But whoever that name is, it's going to have to be a strong man management leader. You know, we're we're going to need that type of person to come in. Someone who's going to be able to stand up to the board. But whether or not our board are going to have a set of balls big enough to say, right, we're going to appoint this person because we know we'll we'll maybe bump heads and we'll not we'll knock heads sometimes. But this is the guy who's going to drive us forward. Do they have the foresight to do that? I don't really have faith in this board that they can make decisions like no. that. No. Yeah. Totally. Last thing on on Geo before we go on, because I don't want it to be a long pod tonight. We just want it to be short and sharp. Mm. But last thing on Geo before we move on to the potential replacements, which is obviously where Rangers fans like us will be will be now um kind of pointing their, their attention to and know so much anything now today with, with Geo. We know where it went wrong. Um but Geo presided over uh what was it, sixty eight games. 
in charge of our club. To have, you know, <clears throat> 42 wins, 11 draws, 15 defeats, this is the thing that gets me here. Goals 435, goals against 77. That just yeah. shows you how defensively poor we were, right? Total points is 137. And obviously we won the Scottish Cup and he took his unforgettable run to the Europa League final last year in Seville. But to concede 77 goals and you only score 137 tells you, you know, that that approach that we were having. Where, you know, How many games against that? Sorry, mate. How many games? 60, 68. So more than a goal a game. Yeah. Yeah. And under under Gerard, and I'm not, this is not me going, yeah, Gerard's the, the Unless they're wrong. Answer. Yeah, but we conceded wrong. 13 in one season, 13 <clears throat> yeah. in one domestic league season with 38 games, but yet we're able to concede 70 odds, almost 80 goals in, in, in 60 games. It's it's not good enough. That's It's just no. not good enough. Well, you just look at Liverpool game alone and you look at the Pumlins in the Champions League this year, yeah. you know, they've been yeah. <laughs> we conceded a hell of a lot of goals in that competition. Yeah. So, it's <clears throat> listen, he gave it his, he gave it his all. Could he, could he have done better in his own position? Yes, he could. Could he have also been helped though he'd be better in his own position? A hundred percent. And Gio, for me, is still fondly remembered. The same way Alan McCoy is still fondly mm. remembered as a former player. It just didn't work as manager, unfortunately. And that's that's where we go for. Looking at the next permanent manager. It Gio wouldn't be me. Rand's Rand just saying it. It definitely wouldn't be me, mate. I'd end up throwing a bottler <laughs> in the first match or something and getting sent off. <laughs> these are the latest odds according to Skybet now mm. since I typed these they've changed again so Michael Beale 64 Gerardo Cien 21 Sean Dyche 51 Kevin Muscat 21 um, Knutson 21 Hassan Hutto 14-1 Stephen Gerrard dare I say it 14-1 mm. David Martindale 16-1 Dean Smith 16-1 and Big Dunk 18-1 there's a few names in there that I probably wouldn't touch with a full um I don't include that man's name in it, right? But, and hear me out, I'm not saying he should be coming back as manager because I think I would have reservations about the relationship between him, Ross Wilson, and the board, right? I think we might be up shit creek again. Also, yeah. there's the other thing where he does not have Michael Beale this time. So, it's, you know, has Gerard had his time? Probably so. Unfortunately, since Gerard's team beat St Mirren in 2021, which effectively clinched 55 we beat them 3-0 what an excellent performance that day. Our club has started to digress at an alarming rate. And that's where, you know, any of these guys on that list coming in there, you, you would probably argue for, you know, pros and cons. For myself, the, 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 the funny one there is that Gerardo Cien, right? He was, by Leverkusen's manager last season, led him to third, took him into the Champions League this year. They were absolutely horrendous. Um, season, same as ourselves, and he was sacked in October. He's just came out of nowhere, and he's no second mm -hmm. favourite according to Skybet yeah. for the for the post. What's your thoughts on? I know we don't know a lot about him as a manager, Paul, right? But what's your thoughts? Somebody who's just came totally right out of the blue because there's been a lot of been linked. Michael Beale, for instance, Stephen Gerrard, mm -hmm. you know, Sean Dyche. They've been linked since Gio was, you know, toiling. Yeah. Whenever you know, so what, what do you make of somebody just come right out of the blue like that? You think there's anything in that? Somebody must know something somewhere. For, for, for somebody that came out of left field and been still the second favourite, there's got to be something somewhere. Or, so, or there's been noises made uh, and it's and it's by, you know, in the know, but they might not be. We just we just don't know. But I, I when you started typing this up, you flashed up the screens before we come in, I was like, who the hell is that? I, I just, 
had no idea. Um, so I've got, the I know check has changed again, right? I know, yeah, I know absolutely nothing about the guy. Um, I know that we, we played Leverkusen, um, and uh, I was that was that friend or something, and they, they tore us apart. But then again, that's, that's that's down to the players they had at the time. So I don't really know. I mean, it's as you say, there's got to be some strange there. one, isn't it, Paul? I mean, yeah. I've I've always been of the opinion that. And I hear this quite a lot. The the league is our bread and butter. So, you know, I, I think we need, no matter who comes in, we need an element of someone who understands the league. That's not saying the manager needs to come from the league. But it, for me, there needs to be some sort of continuum where you have, you have remember Gary McAllister come in. Now, Gary McAllister didn't necessarily understand the league because he was out of the league for a long time. But he understood the nature of Scottish football. You know, he kept in touch where, you know, and, and that was smart by Gerard. He brought someone in, he understood the club and he understood the league and he understood the types of players involved and the grounds that you would be visiting. For me, no matter who comes in, and I don't always like going down the, the route of foreign. I think we have sometimes as a fan base, we have a snobbery against players and managers from within our own league. We only need to look at Alec McLeish and the job he done when he came in to replace Abigail all those years ago. I'm not saying like a Davy Martin deal, but why not? Davy Martin deals is a fantastic manager, albeit at a provincial club. I'm not saying he is should be the manager. I'm just saying we shouldn't rule anybody out at this stage. But for whoever who comes in, you know, I think we need some element of someone there who, in a supportive role, be it assistant, be it coach, whatever, someone who will understand the league and understand what it means to be a ranger. And that's that's that would be my personal preference. All these names, fancy European names. I, I I'll be honest with you, I don't follow European football enough. I follow Rangers and Rangers only. So you know, I don't understand all these other names and where they come from. But they're obviously come with a good reputation. You only need to look at the the job that your man over at Celtic's done. So, you know, we shouldn't be snobbery about maybe going in these far-fetched leagues, but I do think that no matter who we do, it needs to be a strong character. And that, for me, is the, is the, is the number one prerequisite of anyone coming in to be a Rangers manager. I would uh, I, I would like to have, you know, say it was Knutson, right, or, I don't know, one of the other guys, as you say, that's a kind of mere, you know, far, further afield name, if you like. I'd like to have somebody like David Martindale next to him. Right, as a coach on the training ground, working with players, and, and you know, and I know that's probably just an old fashioned approach because you'll hear all the things. Barry Ferguson should come back in now alongside whoever it is. <laughs> Kevin Thompson oh. should go back in now alongside yeah. We've been here since Gattuso, Gattuso as well. Ah, Gattuso, there's another man. Um, <laughs> I just don't know. Um, I just don't know. It's got a bunch of asking if I can put you in team time out for saying that other team's name. <laughs> Do we want Gio? Now come on. Sorry, mate. Sorry, sorry. Not again. I promise. Not again. I could at least I can change my name back now to Gio. Yeah. <laughs> I feel as though I feel as though I'm going to get a row off Curry Winter now because a lot of people have put Kevin Muscat in there because Kevin Muscat's followed the same pathway as your man from across yeah. the other side, right? And I know he was in a, he's an assistant. He was his assistant and all that stuff as well. But that. Postacoglu did have experience in terms of being the Australia manager and whatever else, right? So he, he, did, he did have general, you know, experience in tournaments and stuff like that. Kevin Muscat doesn't have that. I understand the thought process behind it. I just don't want us to go down that route of, well, they've done it, so it must work. Yeah, yeah. Right? Because yeah, then you get made to look like even more clowns if it doesn't, right? What I want us today here is, and whoever's doing it, because Ross Wilson's name was not on that statement today, right? Usually it was always Ross Wilson, you know, Thanks to you for his efforts, whatever it is. It wasn't he, it was Douglas Park. Now, Douglas Park would always be on it as well, but usually so would Ross Wilson. Whoever's picking this next manager, do your homework. You know, actually do your homework. Don't just take it as if it's an ex-player. Because he's an ex-player, that makes him 
the number one candidate for the role. Don't just take it because what some other clubs done that makes them a number one candidate for the role. I couldn't care less to be quite honest with you. See as long as they come in, if it's Kevin Muscat, if it's Nutsen, Michael Beale, I love Michael Beale. I think he should be left where he is to, to do the whole thing as a manager in his own right first. And then who knows if he's successful at that, then come back and, and be the Rangers manager. But then he might be able to reach, I don't know. There's a lot of names in that list that I probably I wouldn't touch as, as manager outright. I, I, I have said, and it'll not be thingy, and I know there's a lot of people in the in the chat here who probably won't agree with me, but I, I did kind of lobby for Sean Dyche. Why? Because... And I know, I know Burnley didn't play exactly scintillating great football and it contradicts what I said at the start. But I just think there's somebody there who players would want to run through a brick wall for. And I always go back to Walter, didn't he always play great football? But you know what? The players knew what was expected of them on that park on a Saturday. They knew who they were playing for. They knew the badge they were representing. Mm-hmm. I think Sean Dyche would bring that type of attitude to it. I'm not saying it'd be Walter Smith, but it just been, you know, hard... You'd be feared to go in there. You, you wouldn't be what to tell him. No, I'm not playing today. Why? Mm. Right. So, and I get, but some people say, no, the football Burnley be shite. Whatever. Right. That's fair enough. Totally get that. Different job, different club, and different circumstances. Who knows if it would be different here? Again, every managerial appointment's a risk. That would be a risk. Um, Aaron Tennant says Marcelo Bielsa. It's seven million pound a year. I think the statement we might be making would be admin two in the end. Problem <laughs> <laughs> is the language so, barrier as well, isn't it? Though maybe he, he, uh, he held it, had an interpreter. Scott, like you say, I mean, like you're, for me, Sean Dyche on a temporary basis, even until the end of the season, to see us through. And then, you know, again, like you say, he's a strong man, a strong character. I think he need we need something like that there. Or do we look at a project type manager again? It, it's really, really difficult, isn't it? You know. Do, do we have faith in in the board? Do we have faith in in, in the staff that the, the custodians of the club at the minute that to choose the right man? I genuinely don't know, and that's a th- th- the one thing I will say is, you know, no matter what, no matter what, Rangers are still a huge, huge draw, a huge draw for any man to, to come in and manage. There's probably only a, a handful of clubs out there where people are actually going to turn around and go, no, that's not really for me. You know, there's still a huge draw, and especially the run to Europe last season, the Europa final, and and the way we played football last season, and and anyone who watched it, I remember that the boy who's um was Redbird manager, you know, who's now sacked the Italian guy, I think, him him saying it was the best atmosphere, yeah, him, and his name was mentioned at one stage, I think as well, you know, um, but him saying it was probably the best atmosphere he's ever experienced in his life, you know, yeah. so there is a huge huge draw there, and you know, we hope. You know that whoever they 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 get in, they're going to make their due due diligence as well. Take the time to do their due diligence and get the right person in. But for me, I think they've made this decision to, to let him go because they realised they're probably only a week or two. I think they've probably had someone lined up, and I think they've only a week or two until the players come back, and then they're going to have to hit the ground running with a new manager and try and get a reaction out of these players. Yeah, I said that this morning. I think in the in the group chat, you know, but that's the only thing. The trigger should have been pulled. For personally, I think the triggers been pulled after the Liverpool game. In fact, after the Celtic game, mm. um, we, 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 knew, we knew it was we knew, we knew it wasn't really happening. Don't say it, Paul. Don't say it. Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> um, we we uh, so we, we should have triggers have been pulled at that point. Uh, domestically, performance has gone off a cliff this season. Uh, this should be done earlier, and even even today, this should have been done realistically. I suppose thinking about it after the sit minimum match. We've now lost over a week of this bit of this break to get somebody in mm. to start working with the team. Now, 
there's names on that uh, on that list there, you know, like like Sean Dyche, you probably take uh, Jeton Nutson, um, Gerard, who's, uh, I don't know, you yeah, probably wouldn't have back. I, 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 I would have him back, but it's not going to work, not with this current board, not with us, Wilson there. That's the reason he left last time. We know that, but it's been, it's, it's been alluded to, that's why. But I've, I've got a real, real fear. Because I and I don't I, just, I, I don't trust the board to get this right. I really don't. We've, we've seen we've seen the way they've operated the last two summers. You know when we when we were in the ascendancy, they managed to crash the club through the through an abyss. Um, so I, I all these names have been banged. Put their chin in that, will you? But yeah, I've got I've got I, I, I've got this real fear. We're going to wake up tomorrow in the morning and see Derek McInnes being the parading. <laughs> <just, No>. <laughs> see what I mean? Listen, man, I don't, I genuinely, though, and it, as funny as it is, has been, you know, I've seen some pictures, some Photoshop pictures of him flying around and things like that there. I oh, think, Sammy! I think, I, I think you get one chance. I think you get one chance at Rangers, mate, and you, and if you turn them down, that's it, you've burnt your bridges. Yeah. Derek McInnes oh. will rue that to the day he dies. I genuinely believe that. His career's went down, down the pan ever since that. So, you know, I, I think he'll rue that decision till the day he dies, but... You know, look, it's it, it, it's a sad day. It's I think there's a lot of people, especially on social media, who are quite relieved and we're giving it yes and this is amazing and all that there. But it's a sad day. No one ever wants to see a Rangers manager fail and no. and, and and do that. But unfortunately, yeah, Paul, mate, we've all said it tonight. The away record, the way the style of play, the defeatist attitude, especially you know when we were going and, and and into the Champions League and getting beat off teams and this thing we can't compete. Yet two months before it, we were we were you know in the European final. <laughs> you know so you know for me you know it, it's it's someone someone's already said it in the comments i think it was car said it you know whoever the manager is we have to back them you know we all have to back them and, I, and i'm looking forward to it i think it's an opportunity for the board to to to, to write a few wrongs i think they'd run out of a lot of credit and this is an opportunity for them to make a proper statement and get a really top class manager in and that's what they can do it's going to be it's going to be an interesting few days because I mean, like I said, I had typed this, you know, the odds out, and <laughs> they changed that they changed them again before we came on. So they've probably changed again already. They want um, it's it's mental, and, it, and there's so many names going to get thrown at it. Fourth official of the day, who were pretty bang on when Geo was announced, or in the lead up to Geo being announced, had said that it was kind of Rangers were honing in on three, and it was Michael Beale, Sean Dyche, and um, yeah, Knutson. Um, whether we, whether that's true or no, obviously, you know he's, he's got his sources, whatever, and he goes, he goes and, and trusts his sources. So we'll see if that comes, see if that comes to fruition. <laughs> I'm just going to say it's 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 actually quite telling that um, half an hour before the club made the official announcement, somebody posted on Twitter a picture of uh, Ross Wilson going through the Glasgow Airport security. Mm-hmm. So he's obviously. Could you see him? Because he's, he's just above the conveyor belt in the mail. Ah, yeah. He's been lifted up by one security. <laughs> <laughs> when do the when do the players come back from their their their, their own wee mini it's holiday break? Is it next week? I because you see we've seen the pictures of Alfie doing the rounds with his, his stupid sunglasses and his fat head. You know, boxes. Australaxes in the gym. Yes, mate. Boxes. <laughs> what did I say? Ibrooks against Hearts. Oh, yeah. I says, I says the crazy thing is, you might be looking in the next week. Yeah, your, your, your exact words to me were, he asked me, this is his job interview. Yeah. <laughs> no, by the way, he failed it because he should have beat us that night. Yeah, <laughs> <absolutely>. <laughs> he failed it. Um, 
the next person, as we said, has to be somebody that the, the board are totally unanimous on, and and they know where they know the direction where we're going. And this is a fork in the road for this board at the moment. A fork in the road for Ross. Ross Wilson. Sorry, Lane. Sorry. You're still taller than Ross Wilson. It's okay. Um, but it's got to, it's got to a point now where they have it. Quite simply, has to be done right if they don't want absolute right. massive revolt. Remember what they've already got amongst the fan base. They need to get it right. Do I think it will take millions upon millions upon millions upon millions? No, I actually don't, right? I think it takes getting that squad pulling in the one direction again as the start and then being allowed to build on that. Something Geo obviously was never allowed to do. Um, I think looking at managers, if it is the three that the fourth official were talking about, Michael Beale's going to cost his money. Knutson would cost his money, but I don't think as much given the Norwegian League, etc. and the profile of that. And then obviously Sean Dice is out of work, so I don't know. MD's guess. I would say it's hard, isn't it, deeper Scott? option, it's, but it's, it's MD's hard, guess at the minute. Opinions uh, are, every, mate, opinions I've never are like known. See when Stevie G left me, everybody was, there was Geo and there was nobody else to yeah. be considered. Geo was the man and that was it. No, that's so wide open. Everybody you talk to has got a different name and there's different names dropping in, like the, the former Leverkusen <laughs> manager. Um, <laughs> We never got them wrong originally. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um, but anyway, I've got a job interview tomorrow. So I know. I was going to say, mate, you're looking rather spiffy tonight. Have you got something on that we don't know or we should know? Yeah, well, well I'm away to meet a small man. <laughs> <laughs> in, in the airport, eh? <laughs> let's, 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 let's put it this way. I mean, the track record's been shite, so why should it change with you? <laughs> Paul, yes, you're right. Tell us about his, his record in football manager. It's amazing. So, right. Oh, yeah. Right. yeah. Right. yeah. Won, won the hey. premiership with Gateshead or something, didn't you? Or Forest oh, Green or something like that, there. Me, I've done it all. I've done it all. I've absolutely done it all. Curry Muncher, I'm going to give my phone straight after this and I'll let you know. If you see his odds drop him, it means I've told all the boys in the pod to get their money on it. These <laughs> 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 odds have dropped. Um, <laughs> We'll we'll start to end. Um, if you get the cho- if you get the the job, Scott, do you have to stop the podcast? Oh no, he still comes in the weekly guest. <laughs> it'll be like it'll be like the Amazon documentary thing, you know, all or nothing. That's what it'll be like. All right. Um, oh my God. The, the, <laughs> what's the opinion on Marcelo Bielsa? Would be no. a fantastic manager for our club. No. However, no. he no. costs way too much money, probably. No. And yeah, I don't think we. Have a a bucket for him to sit on at the side, mm-hmm. Lower So I don't know if he would. I don't know if he would come. But thanks very much to Potsies and to Geo, not Geo, for joining us this evening. Probably the last time we'll see that Geo, not Geo. It's now changing. I'm changing it. I'm changing it. <laughs> after we're done here. <laughs> on the day that that we lost Joe Marion Broncos as, as Rangers manager, didn't he work out? Really, did it? We all love Geo still as a player. Um, there's the question, and you were going to get after us uh, podcast before MD asked that question. I'm sure, I'm sure KT will be in. <laughs> so, <laughs> depends who you bring in to answer to that because there's managers on that list who will have their own staff and that's that. Um, Listen, but it, Scott, I mean, the, the guy, the guy's done his time, he's, he's went down, managed lower leagues, coached in the in the youth team. He's you know, I wouldn't be adverse to having him in there in some capacity, 
but not not just at the minute as a first team manager. Maybe you know, again, we have talked, and I know we're finishing off, but we have talked a lot about succession planning and this role of having the next one to fill in in terms of a, a of a player. You know, but we, we need to look at a model where we can have succession planning in terms of, of, of management and coaching and things like that there. So, you know, I would I would definitely wouldn't be adverse to having someone like him in and around the team, not necessarily managing the team or making the decisions on the team. But absolutely, you know, he speaks really well. He, he, he You know, he loved his time with the club, you know, uh, fantastic coach by all accounts as well. And when he talks about what it is to be a ranger, he gets it as well. I know he wasn't, he, he didn't grow up one of us, but he, you know, he definitely, he definitely gets it. So, understands the game get him in there in some capacity absolutely yeah and he can take his seat next day Barry Ferguson on the bench Duncan Ferguson <laughs> and Reno Gattuso <laughs> so do you what it'll be fireworks this side of that part by the way sometimes um, good sometimes shit sometimes good lot of shit usually <laughs> recently yeah. um, here just before we go is there, is there anything happening in a couple of weeks time oh, yes anything or yes anything you want to there's tell a, the guys about you know there's a big Christmas night out and you can get no. your tickets to that link right there the Battlefield Thank Podcast God. on Linkartel .com the day after the very first match, com- competitive match in charge of our new manager um, against Hibs. Battlefieldpodcast.bigcartel.com. We are having the Battle Fever's Xmas bash or Christmas bash at the Glasgow Gorbin Hotel. You are invited. You're very welcome to come along. You just need to purchase a ticket. But listen, it's only what? What was it? £18? £18. £18. £18. £18. £18. And that's and that not a full grub, full buffet, a lot. Um, we're going to have um, oh, people who want to do quizzes. David was wanting to do a quiz. Um, we've got raffles, we've got auctions, we've got um, Alex McDonald, we've got David Tanner hosting, which I know people, some people reacted badly to that when we put it on social media, and I totally understand that, right? Because of the Morelos incident. The thing is, see, the guy, the, the guy was working. And probably was shocked at what was said and didn't know how to react to it on the thing like that. Of course, we would all have said, Shut up, you're a tramp. Do you know what I mean? And shut him right down. But I, I don't know if that's PC to do that when you're a professional. For me, I would do it, not a problem. Yeah, but I'm not a professional in that role. <laughs> okay, I'm a Ranger supporter. So Amanda is the quiz queen. And Amanda, if the job opportunity goes well for me tomorrow, I might be looking for an assistant. <laughs> Amanda's, Amanda's <laughs> going into the coaching. Amanda's going into the coaching side of things, you know. Um, so that's where we'll be on the 16th of December. Go Glasgow and Hotel. Get your tickets there at the link below. It should be a great night out um, yeah. for everybody. Live, we can also get special music. live music. Eighteen quid to to get your grub and to sing Ranger songs and to do cool Ranger shit and speak to Alex McDonald and get your photograph taken with a legend and there might even be a couple more as well. What's what? And I'm coming all the way over. So what's so what's the job, Scott? Well, it's meeting with Ross Wilson. So put two <laughs> two together, and then I'll I'll say you know we'll see Ross. I'll need to go away and sleep on it. <laughs> you're, 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 you're going to be Sherpa. He's going to climb on your back. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm on, I'll give you a lift to the motor. <laughs> um, so that's where to go to get your tickets. Come and have a night with us. Have a laugh. Have a carry on. A bit of fun. Um, we can also get special rates on rooms if you want to stay overnight. Um, and the, the, the Go Glasgow Urban Hotel. Is Mo, is Mo not coming? Mo, come on. Mo, what's going on? <laughs> the toilet cleaner gets sacked. You're going to time out now. Bolt! <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
I've noticed, I've, three years. I've, no, I've noticed this over the last few pods actually. He's getting progressively more wide. <laughs> <laughs> All that's left for us to do this season is just yeah. to thank Paul C's for being here, to thank Gio for being here, and most importantly, thank you in, in the comments for being here. Thank you very much for joining us. Who's next? That is the burning question. Who's next? We don't really know. <laughs> so we'll just speculate. Oh. Spout rumours. Spread nasty rumours. Remember what Baz says. Oh. Remortgage. Thomas Tuchel. Get Brian, it on it. Brian Lodge just been linked to the job. Has he? He's going to be there on the 16th, he said nah, as well. He's going to be there on the 16th. <laughs> <laughs> Great to have you, God. <laughs> 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 Hashtag keep the battle fever on. When I was a young boy, my father said to me, Put this scarf around your neck and sing the blues with me. And now I am much older, there's a place I want to be. It's red for said, it's beautiful, it's deep in history.